John chapter 3 is a beloved chapter in the Bible. And the reason why is we have that wonderful conversation that Jesus has with Nicodemus there. And of course, in that process, in verse 16, He shares with us, shares with Nicodemus and us, that, uh, that He has been sent by God so that we can have eternal life. And so we love John chapter 3 for that conversation. But there's another conversation that takes place in that chapter just right after that encounter that's really important. Let me kind of set the scene for you. Jesus and His disciples leave Jerusalem after Jesus has that conversation with Nicodemus. And they go out into the, into the Judean countryside. And uh, they're out there. And it says in the Scriptures that Jesus wants to spend some time with His disciples. What does that mean? That means that He, he wants to train His disciples. He wants to disciple them. And so He does so. And they're in the countryside. They're out on the Jordan River, not far from where John the Baptist is ministering and baptizing people. And there at the Jordan, He and His disciples are ministering to the multitudes. And while they're ministering, people are coming to faith, coming to believe, they're repenting, they're being baptized. Uh, verse 26 says that, that uh, John's disciples note that more people are being baptized by Jesus and His disciples than by John and his disciples. And so they're having a successful ministry there at the river. And it's in that context that John's disciples come to John the Baptist and they come with a concern. They've noticed that Jesus' ministry is, is outstretching, it's outgrowing uh, the ministry of John the Baptist and his disciples and they become concerned. In fact, they become a little jealous. And John sees an opportunity to teach them some things, really two important principles that can help us as well. And the first is this, we need to be content with whatever God gives us. That's what John says in verse 27 where he says, a person can receive only what is given them by God. Well, we know from James, uh, the, the, the letter that James wrote, that God is our Father of lights and that everything that He gives us is a good gift so that we might know that He loves us. See, that's what you do when you love somebody. You protect them and you provide for them. And so these gifts that God gives is a, is a sign of His love for us. It, it should be a comfort to us to know these things. But we need to be content with whatever it is that God gives us. You see, the problem is, that John's disciples are playing the comparison game. And you know about the comparison game. When we go out and we compare ourselves with others, ultimately it's a lose-lose. No matter what we do, when we compare ourselves to others, we're either going to become puffed up because we're going to say to ourselves, hey, I'm better than them. I'm doing better than them. Or we're going to feel inferior as a result. But what we see from John's disciples is that they are envious. And anytime we're envious, we fail to be thankful for what God gives us. God wants us to have a grateful heart. But in order for us to be truly grateful for God, we need to remember that He is truly good to us and that uh, and then we don't have to be envious of others. We simply need to trust in His goodness and trust in His provision. And John helpfully provides a metaphor for us right there when he, he immediately says, hey guys, we need to be content with what God gives us. But then he immediately says, it's kind of like a best man. 
Well, a best man should never be jealous of the groom or ask, why is that happening to you? Why is this good thing, this great day happening to you? Why not me? It would be terrible for a best man to have that attitude. And John reminds them, listen guys, I have already told you that my role is not to be the Messiah, but to be his forerunner, to be his herald. And I am satisfied with that role. And then John, he uh, immediately says the next thing that jumps out to us from that passage. You're familiar with this. John says this in verse 30. He says, He must become greater, I must become less. And that's the second thing that John reminds his disciples and us. And that's this. It's always only about Jesus. It's not about us. It's not about uh, what's happening to us. It's about the Lord Jesus. Well, what do we do? We often judge our life from our perspective. What do I think? How do I feel? Am I afraid? Or whatever kind of reaction we have personally, we say, well, then I'm going to judge my life and my experiences. And what we do is we are judging them by ourselves, with ourselves as the basis of that judgment. That's not appropriate. Jesus Christ is our Savior and Lord, and we need to realize it's always been about Him, and it's never been about us. I think if uh, John lived today, he would say it much simpler, kind of the way that you would say it to a friend. It ain't about you. It ain't about me. It's about Jesus. This is His Big day. So how do, how do we refocus? Well, we refocus by remembering who Jesus truly is. Um, that passage goes on to remind us that Jesus was from heaven, that He was sent from God, that He has the words from the Father for us, and that He has brought us the gift of eternal life. And if those things are true, then we're able to be content and we're able to remember it's all about Him. Let's pray. Lord God, we love you. We thank you for this beautiful reminder from Scripture, Lord, of who you are and who we're not. And Lord, just thank you for the privilege of serving you and loving you. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.